Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having another great day today. I am in here. I'm in here. I'm in the up here. Thank you, Chris. With Chris Carter and Kevin Couch as we're discussing holy ascensions. I kind of threw the word holy in there, but I think it, I think it works. And uh, we're going to try to answer a few more questions. I want you to stay with us this week. And if you didn't listen to yesterday's, you need to backtrack and listen to yesterday's. And um, we're going to do a little banter in between Chris Carter and Kevin Couch on some of the important views and avenues and things you should watch for while you're doing Ascension. And then the next day we'll do an Ascension. But don't just jump over there. Don't, don't skip the framework. And this is so important, okay? Because um, when I first got into the, up here, that's kind of what they called me, the framework preacher. Because y'all always showed me, you need to framework everything or else you can go into heavens and have nothing to bring it back to. Did you hear what I just said? You'll go there, you'll have wonderful experience, but you won't have no framework for it to manifest in the natural realm. Because the Bible talks about as it is in heaven, so shall it be in the earth. So it's not just to go into the heavens, but it's going to the heavens and then bring that back into the framework that's inside of you that you can manifest it in the earth. So without further ado, because I want to get to my great friends while they're in town. We just got finished a great, great, great conference. And um, I'm going to turn it over to Kevin Couch. Hello, everybody. I just uh, wanted to pose a question to, uh, to, to Chris while he's here that, first of all, you know, when, when you go into ascend, I believe that there is a purpose behind that. And, but there's also a protocol. And if we don't follow the protocols of that, we're going to be ascending into places that we which shouldn't be. Is that safe to say? <laughs> we're going to be experiencing things that are not really of Yahweh. So, so Chris, can you kind of talk about the protocols of, of how that, of how that works? Yeah, so I think uh, I think this is really a really important question. It's one of my favorite questions to answer because essentially the heart of the question is, how do I do this in a way where it's going to bear fruit? I know that everything involves some risk because we're human. So I know I have the capacity to mess things up. I mean, like we all know that. How do I sort of limit the mess ups? You know, like I keep things to a minimum and keep myself having an experience in the heavens that bears a ton of fruit. And if, if no one, you know, if people aren't asking that question, that's a problem, right? That's an important question. Like if we're not asking it, then that's a problem. Like that you, we should be saying, I want to make sure this bears good fruit. So I, I would say right off the bat, try to understand the imagination as a bridge. It's a, it's a good, it's a great big word. And it's like a, a big bridge that you could walk across. One side of the bridge is what we would call fantasy, make-believe, or the maybe the philosophical term is flights of fancy or something like that. And the other side of the bridge is the divine creative force. Now, we all want to be on the side of the bridge. We are in the heavens having an experience where we are not limited to our own thinking, but we're getting revelation. We are having conversations with the Lord. We are hearing accurately, seeing accurately. That's where we all want to be. No one that does this, I hope, no one that does this wants something other than that. Let's assume everybody wants that, right? So we got to admit that maybe when we get on the bridge, we might be 
on the one side. We might be all the way on the other. Maybe we get a really great first experience where we're clearly on the divine creative force side. But the next time we go, we're, we're all scattered and we're seeing ice cream cones and, and Peter Pan comes up to us, you know, like, and we're like, I don't think this is the Lord, you know? It's probably not. It's probably not, right. You know, and most of us know. I mean, like most of us do know. We have a sense about it. But some people have a little bit of a trouble, like a little bit of a harder time kind of determining, is this the Lord or not? So let's just say right off the bat that when I'm trying to teach people how to use the eyes of their heart, I just want them on the bridge. I really do. I know how hard it is to take the first step. If we open the eyes of our heart and they're using their imagination and they tell me, and this is my joke all the time, they see Chewbacca from Star Wars. They see the big hairy guy. You know, I'm probably not going to stop them. You know, I'm probably not, especially at the beginning, because I just want them to have the confidence to get on the bridge of imagination. But if I'm there with them, and hopefully someone's there with them, right? And they said, I see Chewbacca. Well, what I'm going to say is what I always say is, let's ask where Jesus is in this picture. And let's just go, Lord, where are you in this picture? He's now, on the Millennium Falcon. Right. <laughs> I'm, on the, I'm on the Millennium Falcon with Jesus and Chewbacca. Okay, now again, I probably... I'm sorry, Star Wars No, fan. no, it's Star good. Star Wars fan. fan, we're going to get it in, right? Yeah, we're going to get it in. I probably wouldn't stop them. I would go, all right, let's, let's see where this goes. You know, if I'm coaching them through it, I'm going to be like, okay, so it's you, Jesus, and Chewbacca on the Millennium Falcon. This should be interesting. Okay, now, one way or the other, if we stay focused on Jesus... We're going to get it sorted out. Right, right. Now that's true if someone's in the flight of fancy side of the bridge. It's also true, and this is going to happen to everybody if you do this enough. Sooner or later, you're going to open the eyes of your heart and you will see something dark. It's something that isn't holy. It's going to happen. Let's just acknowledge it, get it out there. I don't know anyone that's been doing this for X number of years that hasn't had at least one moment where they opened the eyes of their heart and it wasn't good and holy. Something dark and venomous or evil was there to greet them. And when people do, when they see that, I've seen multiple reactions to either the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca or the dark thing. People will use that as a reason to not do this. Because, oh, it's dark, or I shouldn't be seeing that stuff, or I shouldn't be seeing Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon. And I say, okay, probably true for both. But what we do is we don't freak out. We go, Lord, where are you in this picture? Now, my advice to anyone, however many years you have been in the up here using the eyes of your heart, is go with a chaperone. Let the older brother, let the firstborn that ascended into the heavens let Jesus be the chaperone. I, I don't know that there's ever an age where you would grow out of that. Can he send you to do stuff? Sure. But especially early on in your journey, why, why, would, you, why would you do anything else, right? So the protocol, it can be as simple as, Lord, where are you in this picture? Then be close. And then if something comes up that is a little cuckoo, you know, like I'm on the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca, or a little dark, like I'm seeing some devil, you stay close to Jesus. You go, Lord, and you go right there with him. And then I like to do it this way. Lord, do you also see Chewbacca? And it's a quick yes or no question, right? So you trust, you trust those first impressions. He's either going to go yes, or he's going to go no. Now let's say it's that dark thing. 
Lord, do you also see that dark thing over there? And if he goes, yes, then you go, what are you going to do about it? So like, it's not, I mean, it's not, we don't freak out. We just go, if that's here, he wants to deal with it. And he would like me to see how cool he is when he deals with something. And if it's some drawn out thing where it's like, I've been doing this one thing with Jesus and this devil for like three weeks, I'd be like, you need to talk to someone. It should not be like that. When he, when, if something is dark and he says he sees it too, he's gonna do something about it typically right then, right there. And it does not take him a lot of time because he has got it all. Deep, deep question. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I just want to ask you a, a deeper question about that, yeah. because when I teach ascensions or dimensional shifting, whatever, a lot of times the first people worry about is going to have a demonic realm. I'm going, you could have taught this. Yeah. You go through the first heaven, second heaven, all this nonsense. Yeah. So you have to fight the devil. Just because someone sees something, most of the time, from my experience, it's not the devil. It's something in their imagination. Yeah. Would you have to think that would oh, be yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want them to know that. Oh, yeah. that it, it doesn't really mean that was the devil. It was just... It, he has, it's just as likely he's going to go, no, I don't see that. When you go, right. Lord, do you see that thing too? He might be like, no, you watched too many horror movies as a kid. That's 50% of the time. He's going to be right. like, no, you, you made some dumb choices in your movies right. when you were 17 and we're still working through it. Would you like to give that over to me? You know, right. like, let me reform what you should be seeing there, you know? So that's just as likely that he's cleansing the imagination. And that's why I just say, be close to him. Tell him what you see and then go, what are you going to do about it? You I know? Can I ask one more question? Yep. And join us tomorrow for the answer. This is like a cliffhanger. Okay. Uh, join us tomorrow for the answer as well as going into an ascension with Chris Carter, Kevin Couch, and yours truly, Craig Wells. Well, once again, I love you. You are so beautiful. Clearly after this, I'll see you in the cosmos. Shalom.